Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do an imitation. All right. <laughs> and this is Leo. Hey, just for that, you got to do like his entire side of the podcast now. Was voice cracking? Uh, today, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna carry out a whole conversation like this it'll be great oh god i don't want to get a very angry dm from him but he's not oh. here he can't do anything this is true this is true let's so, put his phone number up <laughs> yeah you know what it's uh 909 it's actually 951 but it? leave it oh. at that <laughs> so 1951 two. All right, we'll cut it right there. <laughs> Five. So, yes, we are missing Manny today. I believe he's out. I think I think he's out trying to get himself a belt buckle, right? Yeah, a belt buckle and a cowboy hat, right? I I, I know he already has a cowboy hat and uh, the shoes. Yeah, all I need is a belt buckle then. I think he just needs the belt buckle with the longhorns on it, right? Actually, no, I think he's getting a custom belt uh Shoes that like stick out like five feet up high. You no, know what I'm talking about? Leo, you know what he's getting right now? What is he getting? Longhorn for the hood of the El Camino. Ah, that, that you explains can see everything. It, right? You can see it. I, that's explained everything right yes. now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Manny took a last minute trip to Texas and we weren't sure why. We I, weren't. Yeah. There was no explanation on that. Nope. I think this is why he's getting longhorns for the El Camino. Yes, now the secret has been discovered. Knew it. (laughs) This man. It all started with that bull riding, the mechanical bull he had at his party last time. Oh yeah, (laughs) that was too wild. I, you know, you know when you put the little uh, your thumbs together like an L's, and you make the little square like you're picturing something. Yeah, I saw him doing that to the mechanical bull, and then the El Camino, and then the mechanical. (laughs) This explains everything now. Yes. I'm assuming it's going to be a Texas Longhorn Bull, right? The I biggest think one. So. Yeah. But we can't wait to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll help them install it. Yeah. <laughs> and we will not replace the horns with dildos. No, no, no definitely not. not. No, 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 definitely not. not. We will not do that. Will. Not. We will not uh, <laughs> red lock tie some dildos on there. Right. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, that would be horrible. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, Leo, you had your birthday weekend. Yeah, my birthday weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, you went to the Peterson Museum. Yes, sir. I went to the Peterson Museum on Saturday. It was a very, very fun experience. I recommend uh you and um, Manny to go there because. I learned some stuff that I I haven't even learned about. I got out knowledge over there. (laughs) I came in ready and how I'm like, yo, I'm about to school these people. I'm ready to like roast them. I'm like, hey, you know what? Fun fact, this and that when I was fourth. No, it was the other way around. I got schooled over there. And I did not mind it. I did not mind that at all. You know what? I think those are those occasions where you're almost happy to get schooled up. Yeah, because... I learned some things like I even know like some were like a bunch of communist cars, 
old cars, Andy Warhol, like stuff like I didn't expect. And I was glad I got schooled over there because when I left, I left with knowledge. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. How much horsepower per knowledge? Depends. Here we're talking oh. about the, the first car, 0. 0.1. 0.1. <laughs> I can go faster than that. Um, but yeah, it was a courtesy to my cousin, um, Caleb. He, he works at the Peterson Museum, and he gave me some very exclusive VIP tour, which he showed me some cars, like, behind the scene, uh, fun facts about very old cars, um, car that shouldn't even be existing, but they're there, because why not? And I'm pretty sure you guys, um, the listeners, have uh, seen the story. Uh, have you seen... One out of one uh, Bugattis from the 1930s, 1940s era that was so big, they got to make it in two pieces and just rip them together. Damn. So, yeah. And the wheels, holy shit. They're like 30-inch wheels <laughs> back in like the early 30s, 40s. So imagine yeah. how, how big those bad boys are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we saw, I also saw what the 24 karat gold DeLorean, which in my mind, I'm like, oh, wow, this car is already slow what it is. Imagine adding more weight. You'll never get reached 80. Never. Well, I mean, it's probably gilded, right? No, it's actually made out of 24 karat gold. Like the actual whole panel or is it just gold coated? No, actually whole panel. Everything's gold. What the fuck? Even the wheels are gold. (laughs) I That's thought to myself, crazy. like, this is crazy as heck. Yeah, that's got to be a pretty cool job, actually. It, it, I'll, I would not mind working there. It's super cool. Like, just being next to old cars and like explaining people like the history of it. I actually, I do not mind working there. It looked like a super fun job, honestly. Yeah, no, it does. You get to be around like, literally just some car history all day yeah car history like formula one car there are formula one cars there i got moist some (laughs) (laughs) hill climb car i got moist (laughs) there were the a mint condition celica supra in the in the vault and you know damn right i was over there like geeking over there i got a little excited my third arm was getting excited (laughs) Just looking it down, I told my cousin, like, this is a Celica Supra. This is a Celica Supra mint condition. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, but look at the GT40 right here. Uh, the first ever. I'm like, no, 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 stop. There's a Celica Supra here in mint condition. You know how hard it is? And it has digital data. Like, Caleb, you don't understand, like, how hype I am right now. <laughs> yeah, there was some, uh, what was it? Um, yeah, I posted up in the story. There was a uh, Christine, the what was it, the Plymouth? Uh huh. Yeah, the Plymouth. Um, that go goes around kill people in a movie. Oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if some people got understood what it what it meant, you know, it's right there. If you don't, that's kind of sad. If you're a car enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. But I was straight posted right next to Christine, waiting for it to kill me, but it didn't happen. <laughs> 
uh, I saw a, uh, what was it? Saddam Hussein limo. Interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, funny story is um, after Saddam Hussein got murked, um, the driver drove to somewhere in like the Middle East, went to a Mercedes-Benz dealership, took off the badge, and dished it at the Mercedes-Benz dealership. And that's when U.S. Customs went and uh, came and seized the car. And you can see like little blessings in there too. Damn. We got some Chinese communist limousine that was there. Um, my cousin and I were explaining like on the limousine, there was no, no, um, like basically no American words. Everything was in metric. No metric? No. What do we run on again? Metric, right? We're on standard. Everybody else is on metric. Oh, yeah. They were running on metric. They made sure the tire has no English lettering. That's how, like, super communist they are over there. And they had three little flags on the side of the fender. Represent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just kind of funny that it had no English. I don't know if that English lettering is a requirement. <laughs> but they, they made sure there was no English lettering. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked. Too. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> the three flags represent, I forgot, politics. No, not politics, probably. Probably not politics. But farmer and soldiers they represent the people. I was like, okay, weird. Got the Russian communist limo. And we also, they also have a, the Pope mobile. That, that's, um, that's one of the Pope's favorite limousines. That he even blessed it himself. And uh, rumor be told that that car has blessing power and healing power. And the reason I'm going to avoid some jokes, but okay. <laughs> no, go ahead. Feel free. I like to hear some jokes. Well, I was just going to say, I don't know if it has powers to bless people. I thought, I thought you were going to say, legend be told, you can still hear little boys screaming from inside of it. But if you, if you see in the middle of the seat, there's a little stain in the middle. Oh, shit. <laughs> Very concerning stain. When you honk the horn, it plays the Ice Cream Man song. Oh, my God. <laughs> they did that to themselves. They deserve those jokes. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, the Pope can drive it. The reason be told that um, it doesn't have like a little glass shielding. Yeah, I think that's probably the same reason why when you become a U.S. president, you can't drive yourself anymore. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like as soon as a president happens, they're driven around. They're no longer allowed to drive anymore. You give up those rights. Yeah, exactly. And they have the seat right there, everything for the Pope to do the Pope wave and the Pope come over here, little boy type stuff. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But like I said, it doesn't have any protection in there, so... That's why they never never got to use it. I mean, they did once. They realized, yeah, this, this car, nah. Someone's going to get to them. Got it, got it. But yeah, a lot of bunch of funny cars, uh, race cars. Um, Daytona's. Um, a lot of Daytona's over there. Indy cars. Um, you name it in the vault. Uh we went up upstairs. We finally, after the vault, we went upstairs to the the first floor. First floor had some like very antiques car, which is pretty cool. 
Um, there were like little tiny Subaru K cars, which I find it really funny. A bunch of movie prop cars. They had the Hitler mobile over there, which I was dope. <laughs> <laughs> did you stand in front of that one to see if you get hit too? Yeah, I did. I did a salute and everything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was showing everyone how, where to go or the next right turn. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Was it a Ford though? No, it's actually the Mercedes Benz uh, Hitler mobile. Oh, okay. Throwback to uh, Henry Ford being a Nazi. <laughs> no, I, there was a, a Model T. I, I told my cousin, you know, Henry Ford was a racist, right? He's like, yeah, I know. He ate Jews. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. His newspaper was called the International Jew. The International Jew. Yeah. yeah. Then the second, no, the second floor is where I got a little exci- too excited. Oh. Second floor was some hot rod and custom. That was pretty dope. Um, another section, there was like super hyper cars. So we got Celine S7, the Neo, the, the Devel 16. We're supposed to have a 16-cylinder engine, but they can't make that. So they put a V8 in there. So that's weird. Huh. Um, Bugattis, uh, Kongaseg, uh, all the super hyper cars. Then we move a little into the middle. Is my favorite, my favorite one of all time, the Forza Horizon uh, showcase. Of course. <laughs> and I was, I was getting hard again for some reason, <laughs> and I was jumping all over the place. I was like, "Oh my god, Forza! Oh my god, that's the room that they recorded in last week! <laughs> oh my god, Hot Wheel cars!" And they had all the Hot Wheel cars there. No, not all, but only two. One's a Hot Wheels uh, Ford Mustang. And then the Hot Wheels Bad to the Bone cars, which is made, it is a concept, not concept, what is it actually made? It's a car that's made from an indie car and the body shape of an, F, uh, an F-16 fighter, something like that. Okay. And it was claimed that it can do 200 mile per hour upside down on a track. I want to see that happen. It's an interesting I claim. I want to see that going around. <laughs> so I was down going over there with all the Hot Wheel cars. Then I saw the Hot Wheel cover car, the Ford Bronco. I was getting wet over there. And then I was playing, after that, I was playing the. Um, the Hot Wheel Horizon, and I was getting super excited. Like, I was playing it like I never played it before. Hold on, hold on. At the museum or at home? At museum. Oh, they had a, a setup there. Yes, sir. Very cool. And I was playing over there and making a huge scene and everything. Kicking off all the kids. That's my turn. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, no, I. Well, that's very kind of you. You think I kicked them off? No, I yanked them out. <laughs> I pulled them out. I'm like, get off. Go, go to the little kid section. This is where adult plays. <laughs> yeah, all right. That checks out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was talking to uh, my cousin co-worker and it was pretty interesting because they were talking to him. I don't know. I don't know none of them. And they were talking and he was introduced. And they're like, oh, this is my cousin. I'm like, oh, hi. I'm what he said. I'm his cousin. But I have a name. It's Leo. 
And okay, so he doesn't introduce you as Mr. Bitches. No, thank yes. God. Super he, considerate. He, he's very real. He's very cool. Not like you guys. People respect me more when people don't call me Mr. Bitches. We put respect on your name. That's why we put Mr. Bitches. Oh, who said that was my name? <laughs> Could, anyways, continue. So we're talking along, and they were they were talking with each other, and they keep bringing me up. And then I'll, they brought up anime. I was like, oh, oh, anime. Okay, this, this is where my time to shine. <laughs> and my cousin asked me, oh, I'll ask him, oh, you watch anime? Uh, what kind of anime do you watch? He said, uh, Chosen, Slice of Life, uh, Action, something else. I'm like, cool. And I, she told me what, what kind of I watch. And I said the same thing. I was like, sometimes comedy, sometimes uh, plot twist, something fucked. <laughs> and then my cousin like felt a little left out. I was like, oh, I told, I told her, oh, my cousin watched uh, Mysterious Girlfriend X. And she goes, what you watch material girl for next i love that show i was like hold up hold up hold up excuse me ma'am you watch material girl for next she's like yeah i like it i'm like hold leo. Leo. hold up hold up leo like, oh my god leo you my fucking knees were shaking. degenerate you fucking degenerate you did not stick your finger in this girl's mouth did you i did not want to catch a case <laughs> Okay, good. Good. I'm fucking proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I was not trying to get in trouble. I know you thought about it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Manny, talk. You sick weirdo. I know you missed that bitch and she should have put her whole fist in her mouth. <laughs> that, that was Manny, you guys. Manny, can you please be quiet for another like 20 minutes. We're going to have to do a side by side of these voices. Uh, uh, uh. voice cracking every two seconds oh, i'm gonna get backlash for sure next week <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah it'll be great anyway oh, it's worth it, it's worth it. <laughs> i was i told her like let you know like my wife was makoto Urbe, and she's like she's super cool she's super awesome she's cute i was like oh god bless the world i i told her like you know how hard it is to be a fan of mysterious girlfriend x <laughs> <laughs> it's <The> struggles <laughs> yeah it's between they don't know what it is or they watch it and they hate it <laughs> there's never in, in between that they watch it and love it or like it it's i mean awesome. i'm okay with it but it's definitely not it's more the neutral than the positive for me manny see that as a negative i mean it's funny if, if you don't take it super fucking serious I take it serious. I know. I know. I take it very serious. <laughs> That's my life and passion. Okay. So did this girl put her finger in your mouth then? Uh, let me remember. Uh, she put her whole foot. No, I'm seeing no. <laughs> <laughs> she shoved the whole Model T crankshaft in my mouth. <laughs> that or she fucking pulled out some scissors and cut your ass. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. And I got super excited when she said, yeah, I read the manga too. I was like, this this girl, number one, she's a real VIP right here. Fuck everyone else. I'm about to go off and start talking about Mysterious Girlfriend for the whole like the whole day there. But I was like, you know what? My cousin brought me here and I want him to give him like more tours. Because he brought me, so yeah. I'm not there for uh talking anime. I'm there to 
learn about cars and car stuff. All right, all right. So we did. So after I was like fangirling over there. Oh, also, um, my other my cousin, other coworker, came around and gave us like gave me like in this very like cool like picture book, and it had like all these like top tier like cool car there, which I'll show you uh, one of these days. It's super cool reading it. Okay, cool. So MVP to whoever you are. <laughs> Let you know I did not get none of their name. I, I think <laughs> if I remember it, all of them are named Sarah. I'm not too sure. <laughs> I'm not 100%, but if, if, you know, if my cousin ever showed this recording, I'm screwed because I called all of them Sarah. That's what I remembered. Because every time I look down, I see her name tag is Sarah, and I looked down on Sarah. And this other dude... I think his name's Sarah, too. Might as well. <laughs> You're a fucking charmer, Leo. I am. Slick. <laughs> <laughs> so after my uh, my cousin finally dragged me down from the Forza Horizon thing, we went to uh, the last level, the third level, and it was... Um, it was... The Aust- no, uh, well, it is. Uh, the James Bond's cars. So okay. you got you got the original DB5 over there looking nice and slick. Then you have the 7 series a AMC muscle car looking like car. The only AMC I know is the Javelin and the Gremlin. And that wasn't that AMC was not either one of those. Uh what else? You see a DB7 beat to shit. You see another B, uh, DB7 <laughs> beat to shit <laughs> but it was flipped over oh shit and yeah well, those were like the throwaway cars yeah it was a car that they actually used for a scene and it actually got fucked <laughs> <laughs> annihilated there was an aston martin v8 i saw it was pretty cool uh the lotus esprit turbo i think no it's not turbo it's one before the turbo um, where James Bond used it, and we jumped into the ocean, it became a little boat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was there. Um, they had a submarine there, a helicopter, and then um, one of James Bond's, um, another DB7, but this time it wasn't beat to shit. <laughs> but it was a scene, I'm pretty sure you've seen the scene where it was James Bond driving away with the DB7, and one of the bad guys driving a Jaguar, yeah. Yeah, those two cards were there. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. I even tagged one of like the DB7 I was beating shit. I was like, hey, this is Manny after playing one round of Forza. <laughs> Cause it's not if it's not him going off a cliff or a bridge, it's Manny like slamming against innocent players. And then those players get mad. And then they go against me for some reason, like act like it's my fault. <laughs> so that was that. And I'm at the sure. end of yeah, fair, fair enough. It's my fault, anyways. <laughs> and at the end of uh the end of the uh, the last level, they had uh the Andy Warhol exhibit. And Andy Warhol was a famous artist back in the 90s, 80s. Oh god forbid me. <laughs> I'll remember. But he did a theme. If you guys don't know who Andy Warhol is, Andy Warhol made a very, very famous art of 
Marilyn Monroe. Monroe is right. Yeah. Monroe, where it's a picture of her, like, of her like four times in a square, and it's like blue, pink, it's like, green, red. It's like the uh, the high point of uh, pop art. Exactly. Yeah, that was the man. He also do a Campbell noodle soup too, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he was known for doing, you know, everyday things that people can get a, a hold of. And Mercedes actually went out and reached out to him to for him to do art for Mercedes himself. It was the first time that Mercedes ever did, not Mercedes, um, Andy Warhol did something that was only like ex- exclusive people can get the rights to get that car or the higher end people. Not everybody can get their hand on, on a Mercedes back in the days. So you see all the, that section right there full of Andy Warhol uh, um, art just for Mercedes Benz. And also on the floor ground was a 1955 Mercedes Benz uh, Le Mans car that they use. A 1967 or 8 300 SL R with the gold wing and I say 67, 68 or 67, whatever. It's because a year prior or two years prior, there were full on race cars and Mercedes made these uh, gold wing cars to be road public. So after that, they actually made these cars um, for production uh, for, you know, consumer people, for people who can buy them. Or yeah. afford them actually. Well, yeah, and, I think uh, for some race series, they have to make it a production car. Yeah, like I think they have to produce a certain amount of cars as a production car available to the public in order to allow it to be used in certain race series. Correct. And you know why they have gold wings, Lord? <clears throat> why? Because literally the whole car, the whole gold wing car, whatever, is actually made from the racing chassis. And a racing chassis, the doors, they don't have doors literally all the way up. So they can't build a door right there without cutting the chassis. So that's why they decided to put the gold wing over the chassis. So you don't lose the, the shape of the car. Interesting. Yes, sir. That's why if you look at the gold wing, the old gold wing, you got to step pretty high to get in there. So a little fun fact right there. Yeah. Yeah, and they have like some early like 1940 race cars. The one that looked like a bathtub. There's that. And one out of five Mercedes Benz uh, prototype cars. Okay. Yeah. And also, what I've been told by uh, my cousin coworker, they sold a going like that, or I don't know if that's the one, for $148 million. Yeah, that's something I can't afford. So after seeing a car that I can't afford, we finally stepped out, like, we're about to leave. And there was a bunch of supercars over there. I was like, wow, more cars that I can't afford. <laughs> and you have the Ferrari J90, the Ferrari LaFerrari FXXK. I'm pretty sure that's a little acronym for fuck somehow. I know. <laughs> uh, what a 
a McLaren F1 all carbon chassis, uh, no paint. Uh, another McLaren P1, and Andy Warhol um, Rolls Royce. And fun fact, he can't drive because he's not legally allowed to drive. And that's about it. That was my wacky adventure at the Peterson Museum. Very cool. Uh, what's your cousin's job at the museum? He he goes to like he walks around and he helps people like uh you give him like little tours too like you give him like oh hey oh he's the information man yeah he knows everything he goes out like hey i know this car better than you do and let me show you why (laughs) okay cool cool super cool cars like i said he out knowledge me and i'm so happy for that too because he started off not knowing anything about cars and what six seven months later eight months later he outshowed me on cars that I don't even know. Like the fact that I thought I outknew him on certain cars, he just like bent me over and starts shoving in facts inside of me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and hopefully you, me, and Manny uh we go over there one of these days as a little field trip. Podcast field trip. I'm down for it. Yeah, we guys plan a day, you know, hold hands. See who gets to drive. Look, most likely I will get to drive. How it always seems. <laughs> most likely we go, what? Most likely I have to drive. You have to drive? Yeah. Okay. Because basically I'm in the middle. So you guys just leave your cars at my house and we just go over there with my car. All right. And then you guys are going to die inside my car with no AC. Oh, that's true. No, we're taking my car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your car's more comfy. Yeah. Let's do that. Good AC. <laughs> Good AC. Yeah. AC. Not as cramped. Comfy. Mm-hmm. Full comfort mode. Yeah. Full comfort mode. Yes. We can take the carpool. Very we can, cool. We can hold hands. We can go to Tokyo afterward. As long as no fingers go in any mouths. I can't promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Manning would be sleeping. Hey, Leo, how about you shut up? No, Manny, no. All right. So we know that you were waiting on the Hot Wheels update. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> we know you beat up some kids at the Peterson Museum. I ripped them out. <laughs> I so, show them who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> so did it live up to the hype? I know you've been logging in hours like crazy, right? Yes, I finally have 230 three hours playing now not an update but in general and i think hot wheels i put in already like a good 25 to 30 hours already actually uh-huh. a little more i think like 40 now that i realize it but yeah and this game came out on tuesday <laughs> so you, you see how excited i was <laughs> And this game actually lived up to the hype. I have so, so much fun playing this game. Or this, uh, not game, this expansion pack. Okay. How many hours you have logged in now? And uh, on total, 203. My goal by before was well, a year mark from where it came out that's November. So by October, my goal is to hit 400 hours. 
400. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I can easily do that. Dang, okay. Yeah, uh, what was it? Saturday night? No, wait. No, Friday night. Um, I logged in shitload of hours, nonstop. Saturday night too. Sunday night too. Uh, Monday, this whole day, this whole morning, I did this too. Actually, no, this Wednesday, Wednesday morning, I did it all. <laughs> and actually leather type because not only you have the super fun hot wood track that us as a little kid always dreamed they had like like certain mission and like stuff you got to complete which makes it super challenging but super fun okay challenging how um one of the hardest one for me was to race every track and get a time on it but it got to be a clean lap. So clean lap meaning you can't hit the barriers, which is super hard because you'd be doing like 200 miles per hour. Then you hit the little turbo wheel thingy that make your car hit from 200 to 300 miles per hour at a Godspeed rate. Then there's like a little like flight 90 degree angle turn. So you got to stop super, super quick and make sure you don't hit the barriers and it's super impossible to do. Or if not, like they have a, um, there's a part of the track where it's all like a little water slide and the water slide make your car go faster, but make it lose control at the same time. So if you don't take the corner right, if you're driving on the water slide, you'll slide out, hit the barrier and boom, that considered a dirty lap and you got to restart the whole race all over again. Oh shit. I get super, super excited. So with the pack, are you able to use stuff to make your own tracks again? Yes. Ooh. I can add shitload of dinosaurs and uh, what was it? Some Hot Wheels fucking dragons too. Oh, no. The loops and the little uh, fast patches. Yeah. I can make a big ass loop. I can make like, I can make a track that hit like 10 Gs. Something that will kill a person in real life. <laughs> <laughs> And put like turbo boost, so that'll be like 20 G's right there. So that actually will rip their skull out out of their spine while hitting like 300 miles per hour at a very tight corner in a loop to loop. Okay. This game is so much fun. It brought me so much nostalgic memories. Also, they have like a little like story too. And this like it's a 10 part story where um each of the story to give you like little fun facts about Hot Wheels. Like one of like the introduction of Hot Wheels. Uh, two is like how Hot Wheels influenced Hot Rod and everything. Three, like how Hot Wheel cars are being built on a modern day standard and how people are building them for now for shows and why this car is created to look like this one hour before. Little fun facts right there. I'm like, okay, I did not know that. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. All Oof. right. So it's living up just a little bit more challenging than you thought. More challenging. Like I said, I have so much. I have a bucket of blasts right there playing that game. Oh, crap. All right. I, re I recommend you playing it, too. 
<laughs> I don't think I've picked it up since you did your last track that you made for the competition. Actually, fun enough. Shout out to Forza and Turn Ten and Playground Studios. If I make, if I build a Hot Wheel track on the Hot Wheels, people who don't have the expansion pack can still play it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, can, so you mean I, they're not trying to nickel and dime everybody like Gran Turismo right now? Yeah. <clears throat> not like <clears throat> microtransaction and <clears throat> Gran Turismo <clears throat> and ripping them off. All right. All right. Ford is there for the people. <laughs> if you think about it, this is the only racing franchise at the moment for console and PC that people have a boatload of fun when you do a race. They give you a lot of rewards. Uh, you have fun with your friends, as in fun as in like killing each other and see who actually gets first. And all the cool cars that you get too. Yeah, I guess so, but I still think it's a different comparison's horizon to GT7. Well, yeah, just wait until the motorsport comes out. That's what I want to see. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, that's the comparisons we got to be doing once it comes out. Yeah, actually, not too long ago, um, I was playing Motorsport 7, and I forgot how sweaty that game is. And when I played it, it got super sweaty. How what? How sweaty that game gets. Sweaty. Yeah. Like, everyone's like a diehard, like, I'm going to beat you to it. I'm going to do, like, some smooth move to get around you like not hitting but try to take different lines and everything oh okay 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 actually i i pulled some like the sim guys yeah so i <laughs> I, pulled a, I, I pulled a sick one on this guy like i was behind him on the right side and there's a bit to the left corner so i was on him right here so he's trying to cover that side and so we hit the breaking point so i went around him on the left side and break super hard and make sure he was behind me. And I took and I overtook him right there in that corner. All right. And all right. He was, so, not, he was not happy about that. Speaking of breaking really hard, what happened? You said you have a topic here of you almost died. Yes. Talking about breaking hard. Friday night, uh, I was dropping off my friend somewhere at Upland around 11. And when I got to the freeway, I saw like a highway patrol on the side on the on-ramp. I'm like, that's weird. Is he going to get me? Nah, he won't. And I hopped on the freeway, minding my own business, and I see like five cops car all around. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Is there a takeover? Is there street racing? I didn't put too much mind. And I look at my rear view mirror like at least a half a mile or a mile away. I see a police light. I'm like, what, what, what are you doing? Is there something going on? And right in front of the police light, I see a car with the head uh, high beams on going at Mach 1 speed. I was like, oh, oh, no. And I realized, like, by how far it was, I, was, I took an assumption. I was like, okay, he's in my lane. This is not good. And he's going fast. And we all know all criminal minds, their goal is to, like, they do not give a fuck if they're, they're escaping. They don't care about everyone around them. So Dang. when I when I saw that, I was like, "Fuck! I need to get around. I need to get to the right side at least." Cause I was in the middle lane. 
I need to get to the right side ASAP. So I dropped the gear. I was pushing 100 just to go around, like, the next car. Because I'm trying to avoid this asshole, like, who was fucking flying. And as soon as I got around, that's when the car that they were chasing came around and slightly cut me, barely tapped me. My car slid and and it started spinning out. I'm like, oh shit. And when I started spinning out, I was going sideways and I was going toward another car. And my instinct was I need to like keep this sliding forever. If it doesn't, the car will grip up and will hit that car head on. So I clutched in, ripped the e-brake, let it slide, let it slide, and the car finally passed and braked somewhere crazy. And when that happened, now I have a, another situation. Now I'm going 80 miles per hour to a wall. And I was freaking out already. I'm like, okay, this is it. I'm going to crash to this wall. I don't know what to do. So I let go of the e-brake. I put it down in another gear. And I turned left. When I turned left, the car finally caught grip, spun out, and slowly, like, um, going back to a wall to, like, I slightly bumped the wall, facing nine-degree angle. And when that happened, I saw all these cop cars, like, passing by, passing by, passing by. Like, they were on a mission to stop this guy. Jeez. Yeah, so I could have stayed and made a police report and everything. But I was so shook and everything was going around my mind. I just put the car in gear and went back in traffic and continued my day home. And I was kind of upset from all the cars that we were chasing. It was a 2008 Honda Accord with tow hooks. <laughs> and a Damn. shitty muffler job. <laughs> I mean, dude, you should have, uh, you know, Made a report. Like I said, my mind was not thinking straight. My mind was like, holy shit, how do I manage to survive this? I was very shook. Like, the only thing in my mind, like, I need to go home. This, this is too much for me. Damn. If I, was, if I was thinking straight or if I had someone else with me in there and helped me, like, you know, calm down everything, I would have, like, stayed there and made a police report and everything, but Everything was going around my mind. I wasn't even thinking straight. I just put the car in gear and went home. And I was still shaking like crazy. Jeez. Yeah, no, you should have stuck around. Could have got yourself yeah. a fresh bumper, told them that your AC worked before that little spin out. And <laughs> yeah, and I, oh, you know what? Hey, the engine's making a weird noise too all of a sudden. There it is. There it is. So the only damage I have was when you spun, you you know, you threw it into a gear, and I think that tranny's bad too. And yeah, actually, the whole car's bad. Can I get a new one? There you see, see, look what you missed out on. Actually, let me go back there again. Call them like, hey, I've been here for three days already, and no one came and checked me up. What's going on? Okay. Do you think that work? <laughs> huh? Do you think that will work? Um, I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But yeah, the damage was surprisingly like from all that bullshit that happened. The only thing happened was my bumper just popped out. My front left side bumper, front bumper popped out a little bit, which you need to like push it back in, call it a day. 
and the rear <laughs> the rear bumper was um slightly like the world most tiniest scratch and a little bump in there. That's very hardly noticeable. You got to put your your whole face in the bumper to see that scratch. And I lost another mud flap. Dang. That's about it. Everything else, I'm good. Good and alive. So from all that, I was, I think I'm fucking lucky from all that bullshit. Yeah. But I also thought about it too. Like the next day, I thought about like, what if I was, I was so fast that he couldn't catch me up? Hmm. Mm, I don't know. I just see a missed opportunity. Or let him hit me and get that money. Yeah, go. You get to. Well, I don't know if you want to be car shopping right now. <laughs> uh, disclaimer: Don't do. Disclaimer: Disclaimer: Don't do that. Oh, avoid. Yeah. Avoid everything. Look at what you're doing. It. Don't take. Well, this isn't legal advice. This is satire. There we go. That. Yeah, this is satire. Right, okay, do that. this isn't legal advice. We're doing. We're doing satire. <laughs> yeah. If you if you see if you see a danger in your way, get out of the danger as quickly as possible and safely too. Correct. Yeah. All right. Well, let's run through these last ones real quick. We might have to just cut out some some fat here. <laughs> oh, is it really that long? <laughs> I think so. Holy crap. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll see what it ends up at, but I think we'll cut off a couple <laughs> things. Um, so, Leo, new yes. Type R. Amazing. You get a look at it. I did. How do you feel about it? I love it. You love it, really? I like it. Yeah? Yes. Okay. How's it compared to the previous gen? I like the new Type R a lot more. Really? More aggressive. More. Wait. Yeah. What? More aggressive? It looks more aggressive. I thought it looks less aggressive. It looks I, much more subtle. And I like the wing on it, too. Okay. It looks a lot cooler. That's something I would not mind having. Imagine right. getting in blue, too. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think after the 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 previous gen... It was just so wild. This one almost looks plain to me. But at the same time, because it's plain, maybe there's the opportunity for like aftermarket to actually be unique. Imagine bringing back aftermarket front bumper and all that kit. Yeah, because I mean, there was a few like a front bumper, a different diffuser for the previous gen, but like the previous gen factory looks so aggressive on its own. The aftermarket couldn't really do a whole lot. Yeah. The most it, you can do is like a lip. Yeah. You could do a lip, change the grill and carbon fiber, do different vents for the hood or something. Yeah. those are, That's like the wildest you can really see on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and obviously a giant Voltex wing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, that. but but it, it it just you know it already had this aggressive look to it that you aftermarket really couldn't do much to differentiate it. You know, just just wait until Mugen has their hands on it. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. Because right now in stock form, I think it looks a little bit boring, to be honest. A boring but slick, and I'm pretty sure to fix the overheating issues. Oh, they fucking 
better, dude. <laughs> Imagine you come out, hey, look, we did nothing. <laughs> Uh, they just added more horsepower, so it because um, it's supposed to be the most. They said the most powerful Type R yet, which means they added a little bit of horsepower, right? Yeah, I was. I don't know why, but I was expecting it to be all-wheel drive. No, I don't. I don't think they were going to do all-wheel drive. They're they're very purist to the lightweight front-wheel drive performance. When when are they going to make a two-door hatch? Oh, that is a hatch, huh? It is oh, yeah. a hatch. It is a hatch. It has it almost hatch. like a sedan body, but it is a hatch. Yeah. Kind of like an integer door hatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we need two doors hatch. We need to bring back we the two-door type R. We need a two-door hatch. Yeah, we need, a, we need to bring back the two-door type R's. We basically need some EK and EGs. <laughs> yes. Just give us those. <laughs> yeah. And God forbid if you guys make an Integra Type R with the new Integras. I mean, it, it's pretty much the same chassis and platform, man. But the new Integras are bigger and uglier. And I don't like Acura because they block me. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that they don't add this extra horsepower and then the Type R just overheats that much faster. <laughs> That would be hilarious. It kind of would. It kind of would. Hopefully they fix that issue because, like I said, for me and my Type R, that was my, at, at the end, that was my deciding factor. Where I was just like, just like, you know what? I could absolutely let this fucking shit go. So does this mean you're going to get a Type R anytime soon? No, 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 no. There are some other plans in the books. We'll see what happens with that first. Uh, but test drive the new Type R before you do that. Don't fuck with me, Leo. <laughs> I'm just saying you can test drive it and be like, no, if anything, it's going to be like when the other type R was out, there's going to be no test drives. They're going to mark it up like 20, 30 grand. It's going to be stupid for a little while. Just test drive it. And ask the, the salesman, like, Hey, do you guys do a trade in for an outback by any chance? <laughs> Not helping you with your bet, Leo. <laughs> just do it already <laughs> I want the prize already what, what's the prize don't worry it's a huge huge prize it's a huge really uh, Manny you want to tell them the prize hold up my bad there was my dog <laughs> there are my special guests that was Manny talking right now <laughs> Okay, got it. Oh, that was Manny talking. Yeah. Got it. He sounded like a Chihuahua for a second. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, you know, when I think of Manny, I think of Chihuahuas. Got it. <laughs> Other big to differ, but this is what the real Manny is. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing they did is they shrunk the wheel size and widened it. Yeah. And the wheels look a lot cooler, too. They do, they do. So they went down, they could go down another inch. They went to uh 19s. They should drop it like another what inch 18. They should drop it another four inches. Four. <laughs> so that'll be perfectly fine with me. That's kind of a big body for that. No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. That's okay. They bring back the old school heritage. Got it, got it. 15 for the world. <laughs> But yeah, they went down to 19s and they're up to 265 width. Holy shit. I mean, 
I when I had my Type R, I ran 18s with 265 square setup. What are the OEM? Uh the previous gen? Yeah. The previous gen was 20 inch wheels with 245s. Yeah, that well wider. And yeah. plus the only thing I like about the new the older type R is those hideous, hideous, hideous wheels. Yeah, the wheels were fucking garbage. It looked ugly. It was not the move. I got rid of them the first opportunity I had. That is a good move right there. It was it was the best move. Honestly, if the type R, if and you know, as good as Honda engineering has always been in the old school in the golden era. If they would have engineered the new type R correctly, I'd probably still have it. But they didn't. They didn't. And that shit did not, was not the track machine we wanted. Was this a problem? Was this problem like only in the US or was it worldwide? Uh, I don't know if it was worldwide, but I know it was all over the US. Everybody was having issues with overheating it. Um, there was a bunch of slow guys that didn't overheat it and said there was no issue at all. <laughs> yeah, there are slow people. And then there was people who dumped loads of money into cooling mods and were still overheating. And then the people who dumped extra loads of money to replace the turbo out claimed they fixed the issue. Hmm. Wait, they replaced it with what? A pro charger? Uh, no, I think they just went with a different turbo in general. Smaller? So they had all the cooling mods, plus they had to replace the entire, basically, hot and cold side and turbo. Hopefully, I get to see the value of Type R go down drastically. You know, I think it should. (laughs) I think it should be at 20K now. I don't know if it'd get that low. Honestly, there is a hype for it, and I think it will continue to hold a really good value. But remember, mind you, they made too many type r's yeah i mean they made a lot but i still think they're gonna i still think they're gonna hold for a while mm, we'll wait give it like another four years and we we'll drop to 20 now nah, don't you don't worry about it leo trust me you don't need it you don't need an overheater that's true i can get the new type r and it'll be a lot better <laughs> as long as it don't overheat <laughs> oh, we'll wait we'll wait until that statistic come out the stats Definitely, definitely. Okay, now, since we're trying to move these along kind of quickly. So, a few months ago, maybe almost last year, they were talking about that they were going to discontinue the Camaro. Oof. It looks like it's in the horizon. 2024 is going to be the last Camaro. They're actually going to do a special edition for its last um, production of it. And there are rumors going around that um chevy kind of patented something for a four-door sedan electric performance sedan so i'm wondering if they're going to carry the camaro name over to a sedan watch it be a crossover oh that would be a big slap in the face hey just no knowing how this how the u.s works Everything's, Everything's going to be a crossover. <laughs> yeah. You saw the face of the clips crossover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the evil is going to come back as a crossover. STI will come back as a crossover. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised either. 
But yes, there is rumors that they're making a performance four-door sedan. So I'm wondering if they're going to bring back the SS name, right? The Chevy SS. Oh, yeah. Or if they're just going to rebadge the Camaro. Or bring a random Holden. <laughs> a random Or maybe they'll make it a new SS, and then they'll make a Camaro crossover to compete with the Mach-E. Yeah. <laughs> a crossover, yeah. It's going to be can't... the crossover wars. Oh God, I don't want, I don't want to be alive when that happens. <laughs> I still say that marketing wise, Ford needs to make a Terminator 2 in 2004 or 2024. Yes. Right? The last time Camaro discontinued in 2002, 2003, uh, Ford came out with the Terminator. <laughs> Terminator 2, but that special color. Yeah, the like rainbow. that liquid, that liquid metal, <laughs> the chrome. Yeah, where the only way you can get that paint is ask Ford for it, and whatever leftover, you got to bring it back to them. Oh, like they did with the Mystachrome. That's the one. That's the one, Mystachrome. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. It would. That would be fucking the biggest troll move in the world. You know, what would be even funnier. What's that? They bring, they bring the Terminator Two as a crossover. <laughs> No, <laughs> the Mach E Terminator. Oh, that would be the fucking biggest plot twist <laughs> in the world. At that point, I don't know what to feel anymore. I, I think know. I'll be, I'll give up being a car enthusiast at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be focusing my whole life on knitting. <laughs> I don't I know there won't be no crossover over there. <laughs> just, just marketing wise, they gotta do it. They gotta do it. You hear this, Ford? Yeah, hit us up. Hit us up for more good I'll, ideas. I'll trade them in a, an outback. <laughs> yeah, if if we must, we will trade in an outback. If we have to, you know. If we have to, unfortunately, but we if we want if you want us to use it, you know, we don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, this is a podcast about anime and cards, and with Manny gone. You know, only his uh, crackling voice of resonance remains here. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm here. Shut we, up, Leo. We managed to dig up one anime headline because <laughs> that's not really what you and me normally do. Yeah, what is anime? I think it's a Japanese cartoon. Was it? Something about saliva. Saliva? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, how dare you? <laughs> That's I a wonder, fine piece of art, sir. <laughs> I wonder how many podcast listeners are catching that. <laughs> uh, any mysterious uh, girlfriend ex fan that is a female, uh, my at is unknown underscore V2. And I'm more than welcome and more than happy to fangirl over mysterious girlfriend X. All right, so we're not going to read your Tinder anymore. We're going to move on to some anime news. Ah, damn it. <laughs> so, how the fuck do you pronounce that? Square what? Square Enix. Square Enix just released a English version of their uh, Manga Up app. I actually like the way you said it. I don't remember how I said it. Square Enix. X. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah, you had a stroke midway through. I had right a, yeah, I was like, wait a minute, how do I pronounce that shit? Yeah, when you told me, I was like, do you mean Square Enix? 
close enough yes <laughs> so for the viewers not viewers uh i keep mixing it up i'm sorry you guys i'll get I'm us a- on youtube one of these days uh for listeners square enix is a video game company that make the world-renowned uh final fantasy uh game series and also kingdom hearts 2 and kingdom hearts in general all right and it looks like this uh manga app is actually going to have kind of like daily points they're going to do it off like a token or point system yeah so you get like a couple chapters of of the mangas kind of for free and then to continue reading on you got to use these uh coins or points or experience points and that sounds like they give you a couple for free every day so long as you're logging in every day obviously that's how they get data advertisements and all that shit right yeah or you can purchase the coin so that you can purchase the manga straight out. Kind of like a gotcha game without the game. <laughs> yeah, manga. I guess. Microtransaction-ish. GT7-ish? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Those are some strong words there. We'll see how when this comes out. <laughs> this could be this can definitely be a uh the GT7 of the manga world. Yeah, well. <laughs> So with this kind of stuff, obviously, like I'm not a big manga reader. Reader, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. But the more exposure it gets out here, more of it that gets translated in English is meaning the more commerce it's going to have, and obviously the more animes we're going to get produced and made, you know, subtitled or even dubbed or whatever available to us. Yeah. So all good things if they're expanding. Yeah. Especially if it's not Sony. (laughs) Yeah, it's not Sony, then we're good. Hopefully, they're not the next Sony. That's next on their list. Yeah. We're going to see them buying them out next. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it might have microtransaction. (laughs) Can't wait for that tier list of what to buy. (laughs) You said it was uh, Kingdom Hearts that they made? Yes, sir. EA Games is going to buy them. Microtransactions coming. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like uh, what was it like the new skate game the skate i forgot um everyone got, oh, was sad when he found out it was a free-to-play game because once it's a free-to-play game you that means microtransaction up the ass for sure yep that's an unfortunate route they took yeah it's funny when you first hear like free to play it's kind of like oh that sounds nice everybody can play then once you're in it you're like oh shit (laughs) oh shit it's a microtransaction world yep we should all make a rise gamers let's all rise and fight microtransaction let's go let's all go to ea uh studio and start taking dumps (laughs) by the way this is a joke and a satire Ah, oh, shit. God damn it, Leo. We're going to have to just put like a whole disclosure. Yeah, use of any liability. At every, I'm going to start including that on our show notes. Yeah, in, in the beginning of the podcast, we read a disclaimer. Yeah, you know what? Let's find and hire. Maybe we can find them on a, what is that, Fiverr? Yeah. One of those like uh, pharmacy commercial people that like talk really, really fast. Yeah, I want to say we find like a... a a person on Fiverr who did like a very cute anime voice and read a disclaimer and we just speed it up at the end. <laughs> we just speed it up like a like one of those commercials disclaimer. We hope we are not held responsible for anything. Don't judge or 
follow any of our advice. Everything is satire. We're just joking. JK, JK. JK, JK, LOL, LOL. <laughs> All right. That's your mission, Leo. Find that person. I got you. I'll look on Fiverr real quick. All right. <laughs> I love when a pl- plan comes to a, comes along. Loving it. Loving it. See, look how creative we are when Manny's not here. Manny is here. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Damn it, Leo. You and your spit lolly. <sighs> I forgot about spit lolly. Who has I uh, thank God she didn't mention Spit Lolly too when I was talking to uh, my cousin coworker. Who didn't? Nobody did. Oh. <laughs> I finally get to enjoy talking about Monsieur's Go for Next without people judging me like Manny. Drool did it. I don't know what you're talking about, Spit Lolly. Sonica is the best waifu ever. You don't even know. All right, there, Manny. Relax. All right. So, Last thing, I got a small car-related update with hey. my super fucking slow progression into this. Hey, slow, but perfection. Yeah, I guess so. Whatever it might be. I mean, there was basically just some things in the personal life that made me stop for a little bit. But yeah. I'm back on my little slow grind. I ordered my toe straps for the trailer. Yay, time to tow my car. <laughs> to what car man or uh, leo um um a car a car oh are we not mentioning it now uh it should have been like that okay we won't mention it then we'll tow a car <laughs> we tow a car from somewhere in la county got it and we can do practice right there <laughs> yeah, well that's kind of the whole thing um, I still haven't driven it with the car loaded on the trailer, so I get to do some practice loads. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Actually, you know what we can do? We can load up my Subi on your trailer from my house to your house, and we take a, we unload the Subi at your house. We take a drive to Idlewild. Idlewild. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to figure out why I needed to load the Subaru on the trailer for that. Because... Uh, I don't like to waste gas. <laughs> so I'm going to drive my F-250 yes. to you. And with AC? With you, you have AC? You have AC in the car. <laughs> and it's it's a lot of fun when two people are in the car, too. That's a lot of gas. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to load my car in my driveway, drive around the neighborhood, unload it and reload it, and do my practice there. Or that also means I am going to start looking at events. But towing events? (laughs) Yeah, towing events. (laughs) (laughs) I can tow more than you can. No, you can't. I can tow more than you. Murder bald eagles. Um, no, no, I'm gonna start looking at uh some track events finally. Okay. I know you do the a uh trailer spec series. Oh what? A trailer spec series? I'm kind of new to that. Oh, all right. I mean, there is there is the Irwindale one where you hook up one of those old uh, camping trailers. There you go. Sign up for that. (laughs) (laughs) After that, I'll be ready to tow on the streets. There you go. Practically perfect. (laughs) Well, I know. Well, on a trailer, those type of race, one wheel is missing. 
Is it? Yeah. Or they're on skid plates. One of them. I think you're thinking about skid plate racing. No, no, no there's skid plate racing. And there's one, the trailer with a missing wheel. Really? Yeah. So okay. you, can have practice, you can have practice when a, a Jurassic event, when you're missing a wheel, you know what to do because you were did uh, trailer racing. That reminds me. Now that I have the trailer, we can turn the G20 into a skid plate car. Yes. Yes. A plan. Oh, you sound excited. Let's let's do this. We could uh that's how we can get rid of the curse. Get rid of the curse. Because <laughs> after that we can crush it and we never look at it. Oh man, skid plate race the G20. Yeah, that might be pretty fun. Let's let's look into that. Let's look into that. Yeah, we'll make our um, homemade uh, roll cage. I am down. Let's fucking do this. Let's. Yeah. Oh, I love this. A plan came together finally. <laughs> yeah, because we can just tow it there, and after it gets fucked up, we just we just gotta get it on the trailer and I don't know, drop it off at pick apart, get two hundred bucks for it. <laughs> yeah. So after we win the race, we get like what, like eight hundred bucks from winning the race. Then we go to pick apart, sell for two hundred bucks. Boom, we won a thousand dollars. Buy a fucked up Volvo. No G twenty. Another one. What? Buy another fucked up uh, G twenty. G twenty or Infinity. No, I was saying after we win the race, we sell the G twenty and buy that Volvo. Volvo, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. And then we do it again. Then we use that Volvo. For a 24-hour lemon racing. <laughs> you, you, you see where I'm coming with? We, I we see keep where you're going. I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah. And the end goal is we, we somehow managed to get a GT3 Porsche and race at the 24-hour of uh, Nürburgring. All right. Uh, I was yeah. thinking about shitbox racing, but okay. We're, we're, we're going to go high at these standards. Got it. Got it. Got it. I mean, it's up to you if you want to do 24-hour of Nürburgring or 24-hour Le Mans. All right. Well, we'll figure that out once we get the car. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I like the idea. I like the idea. Yeah, it's let's like, start doing some research into it. Find out what safety things we need for it and what it would take to get that G20 safe and ready for us. Uh, I know. Just knock out all the windows, uh, seatbelts, remove airbags, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be a PDF that probably has a full rule book and stuff like that. Let's actually get into this uh, by next week. Let's get some more details. Got it. Let's do it. So, yeah, let's let's let, with this. We push uh, ourselves into a racing again. Yes, yes. I got to get back into it. Like I said, there was just some personal things that uh, put me on pause again, unfortunately. But whether it's uh, fast or slow, we keep pushing forward. Yes, sir. So now it's just time to start uh, eyeballing when, what event to get out there. I think I have pretty much everything prepped up as soon as those toe straps arrive. Yes. And I should be good. I think uh, I still haven't done the brake, the electronic brake for the trailer. Okay. I mean, like that, we have more than enough time. I think what the next skid plate racing is October. I have no idea. We'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. We will figure it out. But last, last, last thing is obviously the support the people that support you. 
And we have TFT Performante for that. So be sure to give them a follow if, if almost anything at this point, right? They got everything from vinyl wrapping to tire changes. Yeah, parts, maintenance, repairs. Oil, good oil. Good oil, good racing oil. Um, I think they actually landed a, a Japanese racing oil and they have the pure oil now. Yeah, they're in they're sponsored in Japan too, right? Well, they or, sponsored some people with pure oil in Japan, but he also yeah. has a new Japanese racing oil that he's a he's a vendor or a dealer for now. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's expanding and trying to bring in new new racing vendors and parts and stuff like that. There you go. If you guys want more information, hit up Scott from TFT Performante. Absolutely. Let him know you're listening, listener to the podcast, and he'll take good care of you. You just mentioned us, and he'll know. He will know. He will know. All righty. Well, um, Tony. Actually, I was going to say, Manny, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find us? I was about to say, Tony, why don't you find the listener where I can find us? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to have you do it all in the Manny voice, but all right. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his part. <laughs> I've been doing this for how long? I still don't know his part. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you can find us anywhere at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Unaccepted Pod, and even our website, unacceptedpod.com. And also be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review on wherever you listen to from iTunes, Spotify, iMusic, and also um, the corner of the Peterson Museum, uh, third floor, third car to the right check okay (laughs) and if you have any questions you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com so with that we will see everybody next wednesday ah dang it (laughs) are you trying to cut me off again i tried to (laughs) well that's why i like start to like lower you and i just talk through well farewell everyone man say goodbye Uh, goodbye everyone i guess He's going to tell everybody your phone number now. Ah, shit.